Hey there, I'm Danielle Ackeson, and this is the Silver Lining Live podcast. Everyone has a story to tell. I believe something can be learned from every situation. The Silver Lining Life gives everyone a voice. Real life people and experts share their life. They share how they've overcome tragedy, their victories, and their defining moments. So why is this important? Because it's easy to look at a person and think it's been so easy, quick, or perfect for them. But that is so far from reality. There is work, struggle, and heartbreak. As we will learn, a silver lining life isn't a perfect life. It's about enjoying the life you've been given and even those hard times. So sit back and get ready. It's going to be a fun ride. Hi, everybody. I am super excited, as always, to share this week's storyteller. She has been one of my very, 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 very good friends for, oh my gosh, how many years is it now? Do you know, Brittany? Um, I don't know, 10, 15 years, a long time. I know it's probably, yeah, I think 15 years is probably it. Um, a super long time. Apparently we're old or we just met very young. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) But I'm super excited for Brittany Gunter to be here today. She, um, is just one of the sweetest, kindest people in the world. And she and I became friends in college and we bonded instantly. And we have just really, I feel like leaned on each other, both in college and in our single days and in our uh, motherhood days. (laughs) I feel like we have really um, relied on each other a lot, or at least I feel that way about her. So I'm so excited for you to be here today, Brittany. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Uh, So Brittany is an incredibly talented photographer. I always say she is the official Atkinson family photographer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she is a mama of four incredibly beautiful, adorable, sweet children. And she is a wife and a sister and a daughter. And she's so lovely. So welcome, Brittany. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So she is today going to share her story of kind of how she builds her business and how it works for her family and why this, this avenue has worked out so perfectly for her. So I'll just send it over to you, Brittany, to, to tell us your story. All right. Well, um, To start off, I never in a million years would have dreamed that I would have um, eventually become a photographer. That's not anything that I ever wanted to do, but um, I'm pretty quiet and pretty shy, so that was pretty much terrifying for me. But when I had my first son, oh, six years ago, um, I decided that I wanted to stay home with my kids, and I tried to think of something that I could do from home that would... um, allow me to be home with them more. So I tried out a little jewelry business. It didn't work out. Um, And I just, I tried a lot of different things and it didn't work out. So I ended up um, going back to work and just kind of waiting, praying about it, just hoping that something would come along eventually. Um, We did then get pregnant with baby number two, like a year later. So um, we had decided that we would just Um, make it work, make some sacrifices, and just make it work so that I could quit my job after the second one came along. So that's what we did. Um, I quit at the end of um, 2014 and then um, stayed home with the kids. I loved it, but I found that I was getting a little bit bored. I I like to learn. I like to 
do something. I mean, I love being a mother, of course, but I just thought, I want to have a hobby. So I, um, I picked up my camera, and I just decided that I was going to, to learn about it. I took a class, and um, that's kind of where it all started. I, I started taking pictures of my kids obsessively all day long, every day, and um, just really fell in love with it. So that's kind of where it all started. Um, I decided I was going to do a 365 project, which means you take a picture, a different picture every day for a year. And I guess some people noticed. And then I started having people asking me to take pictures for them, um, which made me very nervous. But because <laughs> um, <laughs> if you know me, you know, I'm, I'm a quiet person is not really my thing, but, but I did it. I just, I don't know. I just felt led to, I prayed about it and I just kind of felt like God was leading me in that direction. So, um, I did it. And with the help of Danielle, I started a, a Facebook page and a logo and website and all those fun things. And ever since then, I've just been, I've just been blown away by, um, the response that, that people really want me to take their pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, one, obviously I adore your work and obviously I'm also biased, but I feel like even <laughs> not being biased, you, you're so incredibly talented. And the thing that I think is so amazing about your work is that you can feel such emotion from it. It, to me, it's more like art than just, you know, this pose perfect photo on the wall. Um, and I, I think that that's kind of your goal, right? That, that this moment is frozen in time. Um, so people will look at that and feel those feelings again. Is that kind of, kind of what you always are leading to, I guess? Yes. I, when I first started taking pictures of the kids, I just realized that they're not going to sit still and smile, you know, like the traditional posed um, sit there. I mean, I had a one and a two year old They're They were not going to sit there and pose. And really that gets boring after a while. So I thought I want to do something different. I want to feel what I felt, you know, back in those days when I look at my pictures. So mm -hmm. I started taking pictures of them interacting and the details. I love the details. And, um, I just really want to focus on the emotion and the connection and, um, real life, the moments, not, I mean, I can appreciate a posed photo where everybody's looking at the camera, but, um, I just feel like my lifestyle approach, the emotion and connection really kind of set me apart and kind of is what has um, gotten the attention of other people, because I think a lot of people really are connected to that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, uh, the other day you posted, um, it was a newborn photo, um, in the hospital and like, honestly, it just, it brought tears to my eyes. Like, because I remember that moment of first holding your baby and, you know, those first few hours of like, oh my gosh, this is, we created this little person and yeah. I mean, you could just see it on their faces and just how just absolutely in love they were with their baby. Uh, and, I, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is literally all the feels. Like it was so happy. <laughs> and so like, oh gosh, they're, they're embarking on this incredible journey and, and all of that. And, and you can feel that, which I think is just so cool. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. And a lot of times I just tell them, you know, don't, don't look at the camera, just breathe your baby in, just, you know, treasure these moments and don't worry about what I'm doing. Just pretend like I'm not even there. And 
I think mm-hmm. that that kind of gets people more comfortable with it. But yeah, I want people to look back on their pictures and I want to look back on my pictures and just be able to go back in time and just remember all those amazing feelings. Do you find that because like you're taking these pictures of your kids in, in these moments where they're just playing, where they're just, just being, do you find that that makes you a more present mom? Uh, yeah, I do. And I think that we, um, I, I really was not an outdoorsy person until I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I like to be outdoors, but it wasn't like my most favorite thing to do. So, mm-hmm. but now I'm, I want to be out all the time. I just find, I think I've just picked up on the beauty all around us from mm-hmm. taking pictures and taking pictures of the kids and we, we go and do more things. And I think I am more present with them cause I, I really just can appreciate the little moments. I just know mm-hmm. how important those are and how fleeting they are. And I think that, um, I, they're just so important. So I want to be there and I want to capture those and I want them to have that to look back on as well. Yeah. I, I think that makes so much sense. And it is, I think it's always amazing as a mom, what your kids, uh, like help you to appreciate more or even become more of like, I was, I, I always love being outside, but I would never have been like, let's check out these worms, <laughs> you know, and now it's, with three boys, like, it's always like, Oh, Marshall, come over and look at the, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm literally talking about worms. And I'm like, this one's amazing. Come, <laughs> come and look at it. So it, it's, it's funny how our kids become this huge teacher for us to kind of appreciate things that we never probably looked at before. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's so important to just try to see things from their perspective. And I, I know I am such, I always get wrapped up in the seriousness of life. And if I can just get out with my kids and just look around at the butterflies or the trees or, you know, paint rocks or whatever it is that they want to do, I just, it gets me in a better place and I know they enjoy it and I'm going to treasure those memories as well. Yeah. And then you capture them so beautifully. So, so it it works out so nicely. (laughs) Yeah. I, I always say that I'm the the official storyteller for our family. So I want to be sure and accurately tell those stories and have those for the kids to look back on and just, just remember that it's, it's kind of hard because I'm not in the pictures mm-hmm. um, as much as I'd like to be, cause I'm the one taking them, but, but I'm working on that too, trying to get in the picture more and just have some photos with the kids as well. Yeah, that is a really hard thing. I think for all moms, that <laughs> You know, yes. for the mo- I, I think in most families, the mom is, is that, that storyteller and, you know, the one who is making sure that we're documenting these, these precious lives. And, um, so I, I'd love to hear that you are working on being in front of the camera more as opposed to, you know, just being the documenter. Right. Yeah. And that's not always comfortable, but, and that's what I try to tell my clients, like, you want to be in the picture with your kids. You're going to you're going to look back someday and you want to be there. They want to see you in there. It doesn't matter if your hair is not done or you're not dressed perfectly. They just want to see you someday. Mm-hmm. That's all they're going to have left. So oh, yeah, I think it's so important that, you know, take the cell phone shots and do all of that stuff. But I think it's important to be on the other side um, and have professional pictures and stuff that you can keep and treasure as well. 
Yeah, no, that, that is such a good point of one day. That's, that's all that, that will be left that they'll have of us, which is just an awful, awful thought. (laughs) I know it's sad. It's sad, but it's true. My mom, um, just posted some pictures of her mom who passed Mm -hmm. away a couple of years ago. And I mean, probably five pictures I have ever even seen of those two together. There's just not that many. And that was, I mean, that was a long time ago, different time, but I think, oh my goodness, those ones that we do have my mom and her mom together, those are really priceless. Yeah. That's, that's such a good point. And there's no going back. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's this moment that we have right now and we aren't promised tomorrow. So, you know, it may not be like, oh, when I get older, because we aren't promised that, unfortunately, which is right. And our kids are growing so fast. I mean, I look back two years ago and my kids were so small and, and I don't know, they just grow so fast. So I want pictures with them every year. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's such a, such a good, important point that I hope everyone is taking from this. (laughs) Yes. Cause cause it's easy to like, oh, you know, I, I I don't need to be in the picture or, oh, I need to lose 10 pounds before Mm -hmm. I'm in front of the camera. And like your kids don't care. Like now. And, and especially I, the photos that you're taking, it's not like it's this, this full, like standing there smiling, um, at the camera. It's, it's you interacting. Not that this is a, a please go and have pictures taken with Brittany Gunter photography, but, um, like it doesn't have to be that stage photo where you feel like you're very exposed to the camera. Um, you know, if you find the right photographer, it can be more of a lifestyle photo anyways of you interacting with your kids. Yeah. Another photographer told me once that you have two pictures. You have one with everybody looking at the camera, the perfect, you know, smiling. Mm -hmm. And then you have one that's the mom interacting with the family and they're tickling the baby. And she said the, the one where everybody's looking at the camera, the mom is going to pick that apart. Like she's not smiling, right? Her hair's messed up and you know, whatever, something's not right with it. But the one with the emotion, she's just going to remember what it felt like to be in that moment. She's yes. not going to get apart and think, oh my goodness, my hair's messed up or whatever. She's just going to feel what that, what that photo felt like at that time. So that's what I always try to remember. Like I want them to feel this. I, I mean, I do like those look at the camera pictures, but um, the other I feel like is so much more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So with with your business and you've been able to stay home, then that opened up some other avenues for you that you didn't ever expect to do like homeschooling. So how, how has that worked for your family and how do you, um, yeah. How, how has that worked for your family? I guess we'll start there. (laughs) Well, it's, it's funny because along when Preston was just one, I just, I kind of felt like I wanted to homeschool, but I thought, Oh my goodness, there's no way I have no idea anything about it. I'm working full time. I don't know how that would even work out. So I just kind of pushed it to the side. We have, you know, five years to think about that anyways. But, um, this photography gig, it's really, it's worked out so well because I do, um, most of my sessions in the evening, of course I can set my own schedule. So right now it's a really busy time with a new baby and we're just getting started with the homeschooling. We've just got about one year finished, but it's really worked out so well because I can, um, 
stay home and homeschool them. And I can still do some sessions in the evening. I can edit in the evening when they're there or, you know, during the day or whatever. But there, I just don't think it would have been possible to homeschool um, if I was working full time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. Homeschooling's really been a blessing to us. We're not we're not sure, you know, we're going to go year by year, but, um, it has been a blessing and I know it wouldn't even have been possible to try it without this photography business that we've started. Yeah, that's amazing. And do you feel like, um, like for Preston, do you feel like he has loved to like continue to be home and, um, be with you guys? Uh, yeah. I think so. I, one of the things, one of the main reasons I, I mean, we had a whole list of reasons and still do, but his sister was born in early September. So I really felt like if he was going to be away at school for eight hours a day, he wasn't really going to be able to bond with her like the other two would have. Mm -hmm. So I really thought it was important that he be around more and, um, just be able to bond with her more. So, and I think it's been good for him. I've seen connections growing with him and his younger brother and him and his, his well, his older younger sister, <laughs> the older girl. <laughs> hey, like, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's not always easy and there is fighting and there is resistance some days, mm-hmm. but overall he's a quiet kid. And, um, I think he would have been a little intimidated to go yeah. start school right away. I mean, I think it, I think it would have been fine. And eventually I think it might be the route that we take, but, um, for right now, I think for kindergarten, first grade, I think it's, it's really been wonderful for him. And I think he likes it. Yeah. I, I love that. And I absolutely love that you are able to give him that experience because so many people, like, even if they wanted to, they couldn't, you know? And so I think it, that a, it's amazing that you're willing to do it because I think it seems terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but that he is then able to have that connection with his sisters and, and his brother and be there for all of those moments, I think is just so cool. And, but I also think it's amazing for you and your husband to have realized like, you know what, he, if he goes off to school, he isn't going to have that same bond with this baby. And I don't know that I would have had that thought. So I think that that is like such good, um, foresight on, on you guys' part. Yeah, it's, it's really worked out well. And we're, Ben works a lot. So, I mean, I felt like if he was at school, he wouldn't have been able to see his dad that much either because there's nights that Ben doesn't get done working until, you know, seven, seven thirty, just in time to put the kids to bed. So mm-hmm. with, with, um, the homeschooling Preston's able to see his dad at lunchtime and he's even been able to work a little bit with him in the shop and um, Mm -hmm. it's just been really nice. And then of course with the baby. So it's just really worked out well for our family in this stage. Yeah, that's, that is amazing. That's so cool. So how do you feel like as a, as a mom, how, how do you handle the like homeschooling part of that? Like, I, I feel like it would be so like, I'm just thinking of myself, honestly, (laughs) but I just feel like it would be so difficult of like, okay, I'm putting on my teacher hat. We're not going to focus on all this other stuff. Like, so how do you do that? Well, I found that it's, it works really well for us if we just stick to a schedule. So every day at nine o'clock we start school 
And he just knows that we're going to do it. At first, you know, he wanted to run off and play with his brother and sister. And I had to get kind of firm with him. But we just kind of have to have it more scheduled. I can't make plans for us in the morning because mm-hmm. we, we won't get school done at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I have, we have to do it first and just get it out of the way. It's only kindergarten. So it's, I mean, it's, it's not as much as some of the higher grade levels. We're doing reading and math and science and mm-hmm. Bible stuff. But um, so it doesn't take a long time, but we do have to be kind of structured with it. And the curriculum that we picked, it really helps because it kind of guides you through like 20 minutes with this, 20 minutes with that, this lesson, that lesson. So that helps. But um I mean, it, it has been a struggle some days having a baby and having a three-year-old. <laughs> he gives me some fits because he likes the attention, and it's, mm-hmm. it's on him during that time. But um, all in all, just kind of doing a schedule and just knowing I have to do it. I mean, I've told him before, Preston, if we don't do school, mommy's going to go to jail if I don't get 180 days done. <laughs> That's probably terrible. <laughs> but, like, we have to – I mean, we have to do it just like everybody else, or you'll have to go to – public school. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's fine too, but we just, I mean, it's not just optional. It's yeah. Fine, so. Well, I tell Marshall that he has to go to school or, or I will go to jail. So I'm doing the same thing you're doing, but <laughs> oh, it's good. like, get in the car or I'm going to go to jail. And <laughs> I don't really know that he understands what that concept means, but I feel like he gets in the car. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. I hope we're not scarring him, but <laughs> I haven't gone to jail yet. So I feel like it's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not scarring him in that way. Just, yes. Just the idea of it. I'm sure someone is listening and is like, Oh my gosh, they're doing, they're telling their kids what. <laughs> um, oh dear. But at least, at least we're in that together. We'll go yeah. to jail. We can share our stuff. And we've almost, we've almost made it through kindergarten. So, I mean, Marshall's almost done, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> done, so, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. Um, just the idea of us going to jail was in- ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, like for, for your other kids as, um, as you're homeschooling, are they participating too or because they're, can you tell their ages as well? Yeah, they, uh, Paley just turned five and Paxton is three. So they're, Paley's doing some preschool stuff. I've had her mm-hmm. working on, um, writing her letters and sounds of letters and coloring and, you know, typical preschool stuff. So she keeps busy with that. Paxton's only three and he's got so much energy that, I, I try to have him paint or do Play-Doh <laughs> or send him outside to play. <laughs> now that it's nicer, that works well. But yeah, he's, he kind of bounces off the walls, which is the main challenge. But I'm thinking, I mean, he's getting better. So I think probably once we start up in the fall, he'll be more, he'll be calmer and maybe he'll be more interested in doing something. Yeah. It's, I, it's good that they're of ages where they can um, at least have like old enough, he's old enough to paint, you know, or he's right. old enough to play Play-Doh, that sort of thing. So then you only have, you know, one, one baby to, <laughs> right. Yeah. To, yeah. to keep bed, to keep busy. <clears throat> and sometimes they'll play with her, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. I have to keep my eye on that, but, um, 
yeah, it goes pretty well. I mean, as the year's coming to a close, it's we're definitely getting our our structure down and it's getting better. Just in time for a break and then <laughs> and we get to start all over. <laughs> yeah, start it again. <laughs> yeah. That's that's awesome. And like I said, the the idea of it seems so scary to me and I it's just so inspiring how the year has gone for you for you guys. Um, cause I know when you were starting it, that you were a little nervous of like, okay, how is this going to go? And, and all of that. So it's, it's so cool to hear, like, as we're getting to the end of the year, like, oh yeah, we're, we're doing okay. We're making, yeah. we're making this work. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly they, I was really worried about teaching Preston how to read. Cause I mm-hmm. thought I, I'm not a teacher. I, I mean, I, I know how to read, but I don't know yeah. how to teach read and it's just amazing how quickly they pick things up I'm sure I know you've seen that too they just yeah especially at this age they just absorb it so quickly and just on to the next thing so it's really been helpful that that they learn so quickly yeah uh, they're just little sponges which is both good and scary (laughs) (laughs) all at the same time um but I remember that like thought of like how how do you teach them to read like I don't even understand and he went off to school and they, they made it happen. So really, I feel like that makes you even more of like a wonder woman to me because I don't understand that concept of like, he suddenly can read and he reads everything and he's reading these ginormous books and, um, we can no longer spell things because then he's like <laughs> sounding it out. And it's like, yeah. Oh. I know what that says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's not, no more of that in our house because, because of that. But I just think it's incredible the things that they learn. And if you just give them just like a little bit of it, like how quickly, especially if they have an interest in it, how quickly they, they turn that into something ginormous. Yeah, I do too. And I think that, I think I've been reading a lot, you know, about homeschooling and it just, I think a lot of kids are really excited to learn. So I Mm -hmm. think you can take advantage of that. That helps a lot and not kind of squash that excitement for them. That definitely Mm -hmm. plays a big part. Yeah. I love that. Um, the part of homeschooling where you can kind of tailor it like, Oh, Preston really loves this particular thing. So then you can kind of mold your curriculum around that too, or focus more on, you know, maybe science because he really likes that and really embraces that. I think that that's really, um, such a cool part of like the homeschooling process. Yeah. We're excited to, I mean, this year's kind of just been reading and math and some Bible work. And, but I think as you know, his strengths come out and his interests, I, I think I'm excited to see which direction that takes. And there are so many curriculums out there. Um, just, you would be amazed at how many different curriculums there are out there to choose from. So I'm excited to kind of explore those once we figure out what his interests are in. Mm-hmm. How did you um, end up deciding what, what avenue to go? Well, we knew we wanted something that was Bible-based. I mean, mm-hmm. our faith is a big part of our family. So, um, and, and that was a big reason we wanted to homeschool too, because I want him to know the Bible and I want him to know um, what we believe and I want him to um, of course be able to form his own opinions, but I want to present that to him at a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So we wanted something Bible-based, and I came across this curriculum. Um, it's called The Good and the Beautiful, but I really loved it because it's got um, beautiful artwork, and they really focus on um, finding the beauty, the beauty that God created, um, the, everything that's good and beautiful and lovely. Um, mm-hmm. So they kind of focus on that, which I love because we can go outside and mm-hmm. look at the clouds and, you know, what do you appreciate about this day? And um, mm-hmm. in addition to learning the basics. So, I mean, I just found it on the internet, but we really love it so far. So I'm going to stick with that for next year. Oh, that's really cool. That's amazing. Um, and, and I like that there's so many different options. I think that that one, again, I know like, whatever you have told me about homeschooling basically is what I know about it. Um, (laughs) like it's so little, but I just think that it's so amazing that there's, there's just the different curriculums and, you know, you can tailor it to, to what your kids need. And, um, I just think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think homeschooling is becoming pretty popular. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, when we were in school, it wasn't very popular at all. I don't feel like, but um, there's, we're in homeschool co-ops and there, there are like 50 kids. And oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's, and there's, I mean, there's options like kind of like hybrid options where you can do classes with other kids and then do part of it at home. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just, there's a lot of different options, but yeah. And you can still send your kids to the school to do athletic activities and art classes and, and different things like that. So mm-hmm. that's nice as well. Yeah, I think, um, like you made such a good point there on the, like uh, kids our age, it was so few and far between. And I remember us joking, um, uh, like we have, we have, um, friends that we went to college with that are twins and they were homeschooled and we were like, how are you homeschooled? You're so normal. <laughs> I feel like, like, uh, the, a lot of the kids at, um, around our age were because they didn't have that social interaction as much. And, but I, I feel like that's not the norm now um, because there, there are the co-ops and there's all these different options of, you know, the hybrid and taking them into the schools and, and that sort of thing. So it's not just them and their mom sitting at home, um, right. but they also have that other interaction too. Um, so I, I just think it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. We're still learning a lot about it, but so far it's been really good. And um, it is amazing. The more I learn, the more people I talk to, because I'm, I mean, um, early elementary doesn't seem too intimidating to me right now, but high school, mm-hmm. I mean, I have no idea how I'm going to teach algebra and all of that kind of stuff if we were to continue with that. But I don't know. There's just, there's so many different options out there and classes and moms to help. And the support is amazing with the different co-ops and Facebook mm-hmm. groups. And so it's, it's really good. It's, it's a really, it's a good option. Technology is just so amazing this day and age of, of what you're able to do because, because of Facebook and, you know, just Googling, you know, like, oh, what, what curriculums are out there and all of that. It, it, that's just it just makes it so much easier, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely does. That's awesome. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go to my our last two questions. Of um, if and and I guess you can t- answer this question however you feel pulled to because we kind of covered two very different <laughs> subjects here. Um, I really wasn't sure where our conversation would lead to, but so as you um, 
are, are thinking back on your, on your younger, on your younger self. And that could either be about the homeschooling or even starting your business and stay, you know, staying home with your kids. Um, what in, advice or encouragement do you have for somebody who's in that same spot that you were? Um, I would say for both. I, for me, a lot of prayer, um, a lot of just, um, seeking wise counsel from other people and patience. I mean, I didn't know if I would be able to stay home with the kids. I didn't know if I would be able to homeschool, but I just, and I like to plan and mm -hmm. I like to have things, you know, go my way, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't just go that way. So I just had to kind of sit back and pray about it and have some patience. And, um, I'm so thankful that, um, God had bigger plans than I could have ever even dreamed up for myself. And I know that will continue to be the case and the case for everyone. So I think just patience and, um, prayer and just, um, just kind of not getting in a big rush about it, just kind of waiting and seeing. I love, I love that advice. I think that it is so good and we always want to rush things. And, um, you know, if, oh, I don't, I don't know that this is the right thing, but if, if we're patient, those doors kind of open up and then we're able to see like, oh, this is the path that I was supposed to go down or, oh yeah, I shouldn't have. <laughs> Right. And one of my favorite verses in the Bible is be still and know that I'm God. And I just, I, I see that everywhere. And I think that's so true. I mean, somebody explained it to me once that be still, like stop striving, stop trying so hard to figure things out on your own because, you know, you're probably not going to be able to do it on your own. You just need to sit back and wait. And when it's time, you'll know. Uh, I love that. That's so beautiful. <laughs> So beautiful. Okay. So my last question is when you are in a funk and not like something horrific has happened, but just you, you wake up and you're like, eh, I'm just not feeling it today. How do you shift that? Or what do you do in those instances? Um, for me, getting outside has really been helpful. Um, in the winter, it's hard, but um, even just walking to the mailbox, we have a long driveway and we just really love to be outside. So taking a walk by myself or with the kids really helps. Um, or music. I love music too. So that always kind of brightens my mood as well. Ah, love it. Excellent answers. Well, thank mm -hmm. you so much for your time today and for sharing your story. I love you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I feel so honored. Hey there, I just want to take a quick second to talk to you about something I am super excited about. In June, June 9th specifically, we are taking the show off the internet, out of your earbuds, and we are going to hang out in real life. Oh my gosh, so exciting! We are going to learn practices that we can take home with us to be more mindful, to enjoy our lives, to find ourselves again. And it is going to be an incredible journey connecting with like-minded women. So if you are ready for this or there's a woman in your life who you think desperately needs this, send them over to thesilverliningdesign.com slash awaken. I can't wait to hug you in person.